0: What's up, everyone? This is Maya, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuff online from the scratch, solving problems, and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing Six Figure Entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of, so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. On this episode today, I've got another amazing entrepreneur. And before we get the show rolling, I'll just pass the mic to Mary. Mary will tell us a bit about herself and our business, then we get the show started. Hi, Mary.
1: Hi, Maya, Thank you for having me on as a guest.
0: All right. Um, My pleasure.
1: So my business is Simply Get Clients, and we're hired by business owners, service business owners, like coaches and consultants who who absolutely love the work that they do. They're on this planet to make a difference in the lives of others, and uh, they can't stand client generation, marketing, sales, all of those pieces. So my company... We come in and uh, train and help them get a plan together so that their business building efforts, they feel authentic. They are effective and it keeps and, and they're not working nights and weekends so that they can actually make really good money and also have a personal life as well as their coaching
0: business. Okay. I'm glad to have you on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur podcast. And I hope it will be a very lovely time for you, uh, for me, and also for our audience as well. All right. So, uh on this episode, I would like us to talk about uh some important topic, which is uh you not know, marry you uh into uh you are an expert uh, in uh Helping people to get a more client and also to use speaking as a channel to land more clients. And uh during the course of this interview, we'll be able to talk about that. But before we get to that, uh Gustav, uh, can you mm-hmm. give, give us a background story into how you become an entrepreneur and how it all got started for you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Well. I don't know if this is everyone's story, but I accidentally became a business owner. I actually, my very first um, business was real estate and I'd moved from California to Arizona. I got my real estate license because I thought I was going to be someone's real estate assistant. But then I thought, hey, I can do this. I can sell real estate. Um, And coming from a corporate background, I had this picture of in my mind of Clients just kind of people dropping into the office and wanting to sell their house and just like people were going to sell their houses like they sell hamburgers at McDonald's. I had no idea that client generation was going to be the major part of my work. Uh, so I I went a couple years in real estate. I was successful, but I didn't love it. It didn't really speak to my heart. And so through a variety of other Uh, sales positions and trying other businesses. I finally ended up with the business I have today, Simply Get Clients started about 12 years ago. And the thing that happened in this business that was truly a turning point um, for the way I work and the way I serve is uh, about two years into this business, I was running around like a crazy person. I was super excited because I was contributing to the prosperity of others. I was doing what I loved. I was using my skills and I wasn't charging what I was worth. I didn't have a plan for growth. And about two years in, I burned out. I ended up getting a diagnosis of adrenal uh, disorder where I only had about four hours of energy a week to run my business. So I had to figure out an entirely new way of working. And what happened was I started developing systems. I started zeroing in on the essentials of getting clients into a business because that was still my primary job in this new business. So from all of those experiences, I created a a process and a system to generate clients consistently and without a lot of, you know, running around on social media and building online funnels and just very, very focused and I'm very effective. And it's, it's the reason that my business has grown so much. It's the reason my clients grow their businesses and um, I still stick to it today. I use these systems every single day.
0: Okay. That's a very awesome story. So uh, from, uh, when you got started like two, years ago, as you mentioned to today, you surely will have picked up a lot of lessons um, along the line. So just give us like the most important lessons you have picked up along your entrepreneurial journey.
1: Oh, the most important things, you know, it's funny because you think, Oh, there's one most important thing. Yeah.
0: It does give us like two, year, two, two most important to, lessons.
1: You know, year to year, um, And phase to phase in a business, the most important thing absolutely changes. But one thing in the beginning of a business, understanding that the primary thing that has to happen in a business is you have to be able to bring in customers or clients. And this is such an obvious thing, but it's easily overlooked as we are on social media and everyone's throwing marketing ideas at us and, and we have to run the operations and there's accounting to be done and so forth. But the fact is, is if you don't have a steady stream of new leads coming in, you do not have a business. So that was the, the first thing that when I truly understood that, when I really got my arms around the fact that if nothing else happens, that has to happen. That was a big deal for me. And then as I, as I progressed in business, um, the second thing is, is uh, it's all about delegation. It's understanding. I had a woman say to me once, she says, I don't ask how I ask who. So when something comes up, falls on your desk or comes across your desk, don't ask how to do it, ask who should do it. And that really is the, the second and third phase entrepreneurial experience where you have to really devote yourself to your zone of genius and delegate the things that, um, that don't require your specific expertise.
0: Yeah, I think that is very, the last uh, one you mentioned is very important. Uh, outsource your weakness and just double down mm-hmm. on your strength. I think that's one key. Uh, because we can't do everything on our own. Like, uh, we can't be the sales person. We can't be the marketing guy. We can't be the email copywriter and a whole lot of other things. We just have to know what we are good at and uh, leave the rest for other people to handle. So, thank you so much for those tips. So. Uh, Right now today in your business, can you just give us a picture of how you structure your business and revenue-wise, what was your figure for 2022?
1: Did you ask what my revenue is in 2022?
0: Yeah, together with the structure of your business, like how is your business structured?
1: Right. So the the business is structured to... are you talking about service delivery
0: or i mean there's your so many different offers, aspects of- Your offer, how you are uh, deliver the value that you are offering to your uh, client and uh, everything surrounding uh, your business
1: okay well the foundation of my business it it's very it's very simple and very aligned for me because the foundation of the business is i teach what i i operate in my business so I have a, a client generation system. It's this idea of six elements that you have to have completely dialed into your business in order to bring in clients consistently. So I have a, a digital course where people can learn those six systems. And so I just sell that online. That doesn't require any of my time. It's all automated. Um, then I have a, a program that is accompanied with that seven-week course that goes along with the... Um, that that online content where I guide a small group of people through building their client generation plan based on that content. And then at the next level for higher level entrepreneurs, I work with them one-on-one. And then from that, one of the lead generation tactics is speaking. Another is referral generation. And I teach courses on both of those as well so this is something i was just talking about the other day i don't know i did a video somewhere about having a signature system having a method to to base your work on and it's amazing because when you have a signature system you you see the value At a higher level, you get more confidence in what you're doing. You're building more confidence in prospective clients because they adult adult learners they want to know you have a plan and to be able to see a system or a process or principles you adhere to. Um, It gives you a lot of confidence. You can charge more. You can earn more. And it creates um, what I think of as organized leverage. You're not creating all these wild. You know, offerings that don't have anything to do with your core brilliance. If you start with a signature system and then keep everything focused on delivering services around that signature system, you stay on brand, you stay on message, you don't confuse your audience, and you have a very logical roadmap for how to build additional offerings.
0: Okay, all right. So, I uh, want uh, curious question. I want to ask you. You know, uh, for most online business out there, without getting those clients coming in, there is surely no business. So, what are the uh marketing channels that are working well for you that you like to share with our audience?
1: Yeah, um, the the things that are working right now for service-based businesses because that's my specialty. So, uh, for for any digital or online businesses. Um, There may be some adjustments, but I, so first of all, I've always run my business, my business virtually. So I've always had clients across the country. I've always had clients everywhere. I've always spoken everywhere. Um, So like when the pandemic hit, it wasn't really, I didn't change the way I worked very much. Um, And the things that are working are, it's about providing value and building relationships and doing that as as quickly as you can um so referral generation um service-based businesses i mean if someone wants to write a book they're going to ask for recommendation right they're not just going to go on the internet and go "Hmm, i wonder who might help me write a book same thing with what i do people want to know who their peers trust so referral generation is um is always an amazing channel. Um, and I am the biggest fan of speaking. Referrals and speaking are speaking to to groups, to audiences, it, um, it expands your network. It allows you to um, just be the authority, the expert, the minute you walk into the room as the speaker, whether it's a virtual room or a, an in-person room, um, it allows you to share your expertise, make an impact, and generate new business. Um, it's very leveraged. So you do, you know, you do one thing, you do a talk, and you're building your email list, you are connecting through social channels, you are getting new leads. And for anyone who doesn't want to work with you right away, you're making a positive impact in their lives. Um, this what I know is that when when you have referral partners, People who you nurture, people who you talk to, people who pass you referrals on a regular basis. And when you are speaking, when you have a full speaking calendar, that just builds stability into your business. The, The leads come in very consistently.
0: Okay uh thanks for those two tips so uh Mary I want to do something different uh from okay. what <laughs> I always like to do uh for all my guests on this episode because I'm super stoked about this idea that we are talking about on this episode so I just want to deviate div- uh, from uh, my normal uh, schedule. so uh normally I always like uh to open the floor for my guests to uh, spend five minutes or maybe more uh, to talk about one specific topic. But for this episode, I think I will give you the floor to talk about two uh, topics, and that is uh, speaking and uh, referral. So uh, firstly, uh, we, which one will you like to go first? Uh, will you like to talk about speaking first? How creative entrepreneur let's say service business owner can use uh, speaking uh to get more clients and grow their business or do you want to go with uh how to get more referrals uh for service business owners?
1: Yeah, I, I will talk about referrals first because
0: okay. <laughs>
1: speaking, I, I love speaking the most, um, but referrals is actually even more effective in some ways. Um so with with referral generation, it is not a very exciting um strategy it isn't like wow i'm an instagram star with a million followers you know it's just not exciting um however it's incredibly effective and if if anyone listening was going to take one step if you're just going to do one thing to get more referrals um i would write down as soon as you can what i call centers of influence centers of influence are people who come in contact with your ideal client consistently. For people who come into contact with your ideal client, um, they come into contact with them consistently. So for instance, um, I worked with a, uh, an executive coach who coached CEOs of emerging growth companies. And so his natural centers of influence would be mergers and acquisitions bankers. Mergers and acquisition bankers, they're talking to CEOs all day long. And CEOs are very hard to um, to get to. They have good gatekeepers around them. So he was building relationships with mergers and acquisitions bankers. Um, I do business training and coaching. And so my natural centers of influence are other people who serve coaches and consultants, my ideal clients. So accountants. Um people who, who do, uh, marketing, uh, branding materials, looking for those people in your life. Like who are the other people who attract your ideal client, but provide a different service and then just really make a concerted effort to start building relationships, nurturing relationships, finding ways to be useful and valuable to them and earning their referrals.
0: Okay, Uh, can I ask a question? Like, uh, you know, it is very easy to connect with people, but the one uh, thing that people always struggle with is uh, how to get in, how to keep in touch with those contact people. So, can you give us tips on how to uh, follow up or even to get in contact with, uh, to stay in touch with uh, people, those relationships that uh, uh, we make or we can make along the line, uh, just like you mentioned, that having people. Uh, having a center of influence around you. So uh, what are the follow-up strategies that you'd like to share with us on how to keep that relationship going and to stay in touch?
1: Yeah, you know, I used to do it so, just so simply. Um, I would would have a list. I didn't have like a CRM or anything automated. I would just have a list. And at the beginning of the month, I would literally print out the list. (laughs) And by the end of the month, I would have had to have touched base with each of them. So either, you know, writing a note and dropping it in the mail, giving them a phone call, um, forwarding something interesting to them, like an article or podcast or something I think they could use, um, mentioning them on social media, in some way, nurturing that relationship. Now, that list was full of people who I had a relationship with. They weren't people who I just like, Ooh, I should connect with them on LinkedIn. And then I start every month following up with them because that would be kind of, um, awkward and stalkery. But the, these are people who I took the time to create relationships with. So the follow-up is just know who your people are, make it a priority to set across, set aside the time and, and touch base with them in some way that is valuable.
0: Yeah, I think that is on point. One thing I've implemented in my own uh, business, and especially with this podcast, is at the end of the month, just like you said, I just look through everybody I've interviewed, and uh, how can I reach out to this person? And I always like to take note of one thing that uh, they talked about uh, during an interview that I can use as a point of contact, or as a point of reference, or just an excuse to just say, "I, hey, you know what, talk about this project uh, during an interview. How is is it going, you know?" and I think that is uh has helped me a lot because it is easy to uh meet people and to talk to people mm-hmm. but the, uh, the difficult part is how to follow up and stay in touch and, because we are so busy like i mm-hmm. had Today I've had like four interviews and tomorrow, <laughs> you know, like over, over Crazy. at the end of the month, at the end of the month, I will have talked to a lot of people and, uh, to remember like, okay, this person came out, uh, one day, it is very, very difficult, but if you have a good follow-up system, like you have, are uh, given us a tip about, it is a very lovely way to build that relationship over time. So, uh, now can you, we all move on to the speaking part. So, uh, the floor is yours, uh. Give us that five-minute masterclass on how service business owner can use speaking to learn more clients.
1: Yes. So I, I love speaking. I, my parents are, just laugh because I've always talked a lot. <laughs> so they're like, wow, you make a living speaking. What a surprise. <laughs> um, and, and I think that's the place to start is to say, you know what, if, if you feel compelled to to speak, if you if you feel like that is in your set of gifts and talents, then this is how to leverage it. If you do not feel comfortable speaking, if you don't want to speak, there are plenty of other ways to grow your business. And you should probably find the ways you're most naturally inclined towards. But for anyone who likes to speak, um, the important thing is to adopt the strategy in alignment with the kind of speaking you want to do um because we say speaking like it's one thing but there is keynote speaking which is paid speaking there's tr- speaking that is actually training also paid there is uh you know there's there's so many varieties of speaking so when i'm referencing speaking i'm talking about using unpaid speaking opportunities as a way to grow your business and so the things to to keep in mind with unpaid speaking is you have got to craft a title like, okay. So first of all, your the thing that guides every word you say from the title to the last word of your presentation, you have to be thinking about your ideal client. And let me connect the dots here. If, if you are doing unpaid speaking, you have to figure out how you are going to be compensated. And the trade, the compensation is potential new clients. That can only be your ideal client. Your, only your ideal client will become your client. So your speaking has to speak to your ideal client in order to be compensated. That means when you're looking at audiences to speak to, they have to contain your ideal client. The title you create has to speak to the needs and desires and pain points of your ideal client, your content has to speak to your ideal client. You need to make an offer at the end that is compelling to your ideal client. Your ideal client has to be at the center of everything you do. Um, you can't try to make a whole audience happy. You can't try to you know, include everyone. You really have to be very narrow and speak to your ideal client. And the good news is that when you speak to other people's audiences, that is expanding your, your reach tremendously. Cause you're getting in front of complete strangers, but you're walking in front of strangers as the expert. <laughs> so it, like the, the no, like trust, uh, uh, continuum that you have to take people through before they are going to do business with you. It goes a lot faster. Um, so you're expanding your reach. Um, you are, you're, gathering, you know, I always gather email addresses, offer people additional value to um, collect their email addresses. And um, so that's future business. And then also making the offer. And the offer is really important. Um, so with the, with the kind of speaking I teach people how to do, um, you're generally in front of an organization whose members get together for monthly meetings or yearly conferences. And so they are not there to buy stuff. From you. So if you spend 45 minutes to 90 minutes selling, you are going to irritate most of the audience. You're going to, any sales you get are going to be very shaky because these people probably will have been almost frightened into getting, uh, taking you up on your offer and you will not be invited back to speak again. You will not receive referrals to speak for other groups. The kind of format that is needed is you provide value. You give people something that they're going to just go, wow, okay. I totally have a shift in my thinking about this, or I have a tool that I can use. Then you say, here's the bigger picture of what else needs to be done. If you want to be successful in this area I'm, I'm teaching about, and then it's a, would you, if you would like to learn more about how I work with my clients to reach their goals faster and with less stress, get on my calendar. And that is a complimentary call. Um, Like like I said, a big, long sales pitch. It's not appropriate. It's tacky. um, And it's not effective if you want long-term
0: compounding results from your speaking strategy. All right. Thanks for those tips. I was making uh, a lot of notes here. And uh, due to time, (laughs) I won't be able to uh, uh, talk about them. But uh, one question that uh, I would like you to touch on uh, briefly about speaking is how do you get those speaking uh, opportunities? Like where do you source for them and where do you look out for uh, those speaking opportunities?
1: Oh, you know what? Um, I actually have a, a course I'm happy to put into your hands or anybody who's yeah, listening. sure.
0: The floor is yours. Yeah. Talk about it. That, that's okay.
1: Okay, so yeah. It's... So the way that I do it is I, I do lots of um, Google searches. And I just look for things like a conference for women entrepreneurs or uh, monthly meetings, associations for business owners. And it is amazing how much you can find. And one tip, if you do any searching on Google is go back like seven pages. Don't just go to the first page because there are fantastic groups out there who have terrible SEO. (laughs) that you will miss if you don't go back several pages and then all you do is reach out to them and ask them what's the process for being a speaker it's not complicated
0: okay uh i think that's a lot of tip uh a great uh value that you just uh gave us and listeners out there you should be taking notes and uh you should even listening to this episode once again, because you don't want to miss all the value bomb that Mary is just throwing to us on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. So uh, Mary, uh, you've uh, given us those values. So I just want to quickly transition into the uh, quick uh, question round where I have to throw you some thought-provoking questions, but uh, due to our time, I will just make it snappy. So uh, is there one book that okay. really inspired you a lot that had a lot of impact on your, uh, with your business or on your business that you'd like to share with us? Yes.
1: Uh, the strangest secret by Earl Nightingale.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Still talking about book. If you had to write a book today, what would that book be about?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it ain't all sunshine and roses when you own a business. <laughs>
0: Okay. So uh, that that's, that's quite a very quick uh, question. Uh, uh, do, do you, have you even imagined that we asked that question and you already have your answer before?
1: I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question?
0: I said, uh, do you, do you know that we'll ask that question and you already prepared your answer or you, it just came mm-hmm. out the flash? Uh... No,
1: it just came out. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's, you know, every time in, in business, uh, no matter where you are, there's going to be ups and downs and it's, it's kind of normal to have downs in the beginning and it's kind of astonishing when you're you're in a lull in a in an experienced business there's a lot of self-judgment about oh i should be further along and i should and so i'm just having uh one of those periods in the business where it's like i gotta readjust and and i hope that's a i hope it that is a message that someone needed to hear yeah
0: sure like uh a, a book is always a very great way to share your message and uh there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that can uh, get inspiration from your uh, book because that is one thing I got to realize in 2014 when I wrote uh, my first uh I won't call it my full autobiography or it's just a mini uh, memoir of mine. And I, I really got a lot of feedback from my story and uh, I haven't had the time to write another one to write the part two because I've had a lot of experience and a lot of uh events and things that I've learned uh, before, uh since then and now, but uh, I wish I would surely have time to write it one day. So out of curiosity, Mary, what has stopped mm-hmm. you from writing this book that you talked about?
1: Um. I I have uh just the I don't have really have a strong desire right now. It's funny my husband really wants me to bring take my methods. I talked about my signature system and he's like just yesterday he was like I am going to finish this. I'm going to get this book written. I want it I want it out there. So I I don't love that kind of big project and writing and I'm sure this is why you do what you do because there are people like me (laughs) you don't
0: you don't you don't need to write anyway if you don't have the time to write and that's what uh I have done for years and something I've helped people like you don't have that time to write or always believe that writing a book is a big project you know there are processes to that and you can just and and that book will still be in your own words. so uh, you don't need to really write uh, if yeah. you are not really a natural writer like someone like me. okay, all right, so uh to wrap it up, uh, can you just share with us one uh, big thing that you are super excited about in your business right now that you are working on
1: uh, so i am I'm excited about um, i I just launched a program where um, I'm addressing what holds speakers back i mean you you said it, how do you get booked? And so I finally launched a very affordable um, support program to keep people consistent about outreach because it's so easy to get distracted. Um, And frankly, this has been a a really tough program to get off the ground because there's so much, so many different pieces to it. But I'm, I know it's meeting a need and, you know, there's so many speakers out there who could be doing so much good, they could be building their business if they could just Stay focused and stay on track. So, I'm excited about it. And it's also the thing that's given me my headaches.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, I understand. We all have projects that uh, we are really passionate about. And we always have to wake up and think about how do I get this done? But at the end of the day, we always find a way. And that's one beauty of us as uh, business people online. So, uh, okay, this I, you won't escape this question anyway before we go. What is one superpower that has? contributed to you winning in business and in life?
1: Oh, what's one thing that's contributed to?
0: Yeah. One superpower you think you've got that superpower. has helped you to uh, win in business.
1: Mm, superpower. Okay. Um, I have the ability to take a mess and make it strategic. Um, yeah. I can't tell you how many times, even in my my own business, I come to myself with a mess and I go, okay, I, here's this mess what do we do with it? Here's this pandemic, what do we do with it? Uh, Here's this oncoming recession, what do we do with it? And just being able to strategically look through all of the stuff that I could do and find the thing that's going to be most effective.
0: Okay, that's good. So give us where we can connect with you online, where we can access all the great stuff that you have been creating out of the world. Yes,
1: Um, you can go to my website, simplygetclients.com. And um, right on the homepage, there's a really helpful uh, quiz to help focus. Like when you have all these things going on, it helps you say, where should you focus your energy to get the most results? Um, And then, of course, there's a contact page where you can reach out to me personally. Um, I do have a lot of resources that I share at no cost. So the best way to to find out about those is to just shoot me a quick email or to to go through the contact page on my website.
0: Yeah, a link to every uh, resources and link that uh, Mary mentioned, you will find it in the show notes for this episode. Just straight to uh www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and just search for mary on that page and the show note for this episode will pop right So mary thanks so 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 much like it's been a very amazing time having this interview with you you are a very lovely person and a great guest i enjoyed my time uh throwing those questions at you and you do uh, good justice to them and you give us a lot of tips that I believe everybody listening to this episode should go back and listen to it again and take note and implement on all this because that's the essence of having all these interviews and thanks so much Miriam I would love to talk to you uh, on another day maybe on uh, to talk uh, majorly about uh, how to get speaking gig and how to get more referral. I would like to have that interview with you to basically talk about that. And I wish you say yes to that invitation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, let's let's keep the conversation going. My All own.
0: right. So, uh, listeners out there, uh, it's been a very awesome time with Mary and uh, get the show notes. Are uh, listening again and implement on everything that Mary has shared with us. So until next time when I bring another guest your way, my name is Maya once again. And I always like you uh to leave you with this word there is someone out there in the world waiting for that special value that you are to offer and you'll be doing them a disservice by not showing up. So get your butt out there and make sure that you show up and you do something amazing for yourself and for others. So till next time I'm saying goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.